What's up, boys and girls? This is Lance Archer, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dino Heron. I'm Tyler Ray Bear. Welcome you to episode 448 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. I did it all order, over the place. but that's that's it. Yeah. Basically, just pull up your web browser, search Wrestling News Source Podcast, and you'll find us in some capacity. For most places. There's some places I've searched that we're not a part of. Because I think there's some... Uh, well, no. I mean, like, just pull up the internet on your phone. How do you pull up the internet? Well, you select the internet icon. Internets. Yes. Pick the internets. Then search Wrestling News Source Podcast, and we should appear in most places. Safari. Hopefully, we can um, all that other stuff get you away from uh, what's going on in the world today. Yeah, because there's um, crazy craziness. Shit, craziness. Yeah, Uh, but you can also follow us on Twitter, doing us podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, doing us underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore a bear, and. Welcome to the show. We got a lot, well, we got plenty to talk about. We got Raw, NXT, AEW, and of course. We got WrestleMania. We got pre tape WrestleMania. So, uh, Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Just have you been practicing your social distancing? Yes. Step back. Step off. We're about six feet apart from each other, so we're all right. Yeah. It's all good. So, my workflow hasn't changed any. Apparently, I'm an essential employee. You are. Uh, you're working. Whatever it is, you're working a whole six hours a week, but getting a 46-hour paycheck. Mm-hmm. Lucky bastard. Because I work for the state. Yep, it pays. Maybe I should go back to working for the city. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what the yep. future holds. But, uh, yeah, man, we've got uh, we've got lots going on. Uh, we're probably not going to do an in-depth review of Raw or NXT just because, well, I mean, you know, it's WrestleMania season. And uh, what a year... What? It will be. This is probably going to be one of the most talked about years of wrestling, period. Because because of this global <clears throat> pandemic that has occurred, yeah. everything is shut down. And two, at least two companies are out there scrambling to still try and put on a show for the fans to some capacity. Do we, Okay, before you say those two companies, are the other wrestling companies... They're not doing anything. Like, do we know if Ring of Honor is doing anything? Ring of Honor is not. They're not. NWA is not doing anything. Not that I know of. Uh, TNA or Impact could be. It depends on how far they've taped. Yeah, they they tape in advance, so it all depends on how much tape they have. And that's sort of one of the things that we're in a situation right now. For the first time ever in history, WrestleMania has been been pre-taped. Yeah. Not only that. To set the bar even higher of unprecedented things, WrestleMania, the biggest wrestling show of the year 
in America at least. They're performing in front of zero fans. So what we've seen on Raw and SmackDown and NXT the past few weeks. That's what you're going to see. That's going to be WrestleMania. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of people who have been calling for the postponement, even cancellation of yep. WrestleMania. But your boy Vince McMahon got to put on the show. I guess he's just afraid that he's... I mean, he's already losing money. Yes. I guess he's afraid he's going to lose more. <laughs> Did you see that video by uh, Brian Alvarez talking about trying to put the rabbit back in the hat? Mm-mm. Okay. So, uh, so you're, basically, I'll give you a sum up of what he said. Um, so I'm paraphrasing a little bit. He basically said, you know, for years, when the WWE Network came out, they implored you, go go get the network. It's only $9.99. Don't be an idiot and pay $60 for a pay-per-view. You can pay $10 and get it on the network. Well, thanks to our friend Mike P.S. Hayes, who sent us, and or at least tagged us in a, uh, in a post, WWE is now promoting WrestleMania as a full-priced pay-per-view on the Fight app. So rather than saying, hey, come and watch the the pay-per-view on our network, which has they our name that we own, go over to this other streaming site and pay six times more to watch the exact same you show. You know what's so crazy? I'm like, who will pay for it? But there there will be people out there who will pay I'm for sure it. I'm sure there will. There, there will be. I would think. Um, I don't know who. How far does fight reach? I'm, I don't know. Overseas? Yes. Um, but that's the thing. The WWE Network reaches overseas. Yeah. It reaches pretty much everywhere. I was going to say, I think there's going to be some people who are going to buy it. I don't think there's going to be a lot. Yeah. Um, but who knows, man? I mean, it's just that's it's nuts. So, it's so weird to see. It's a that. desperate... Um, I don't know what the word It's desperate. It's a money grab. Yeah. They're trying to get money. And I don't know if that's going to work, but I'm sure they'll get a few extra hundred bucks out of it, but hmm. I honestly can't see it being very profitable. No. Because what, they also have to pay a fight, huh? I would think so. Fight's a middleman? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. ridiculous when you think yeah. about it. Or maybe fight... They have, they've never done that before, huh? <laughs> or maybe fight paid the WWE for the rights to stream it. Because from what I also heard that is that Fox Sports might have the capability to stream it as well, similar to how they did with uh, UFC pay-per-views. It was like you use their streaming site, and then you pay for it to, to view it. Have they done pay-per-views on fight before? WWE? No. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Why should they have to go to another streaming site when they have their own? Yeah. And why should you pay $60 for a pay-per-view when you can get it for for practically free? You pay I 10 would bucks. like to keep listening to this after like it's done. I want to I guess Alvarez and the top people like that will get the um who scoops. do yeah, the scoops and stuff like that cuz I would like to know after all is said and done what are the buys? When it's all sudden done, sudden done, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean it's just a crazy world that we're living in. But it's even crazier being a wrestling fan and not having a whole lot of wrestling to watch. I will say, thank goodness for Wednesday nights because that makes it worth watching for the most part. Uh, oh, it, there's also sorry, there's also wrestling organizations that are putting their libraries out so yeah. people can watch their stuff. Yeah. 
Ring of Honor. The thing I uh, the, the issue that I have with that is that if it's something you've already watched, there's no sense in watching it. Well, what if you haven't seen a match in years? I mean, that's one thing. But, you know, for me, it's one of those I don't really go back and watch some of the matches of the events that I was at because I already know the outcomes. And it's kind of like, nah, no sense in me watching this. I know who's going to win. There's certain like independent shows I probably watched before. Yeah, I forgot certain outcomes. Sure, it's been so many years. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Like even though I have the DVDs, but the Ring of Honor shows that I was going to, uh, that I went to, and when was WrestleMania 25? What year? 2009, nine eight whatever nine uh, nine. Um, Thirty was 2014. I I went. I was at the first two Ring of Honor shows mm-hmm. in Texas. I forgot the certain matches that were on those cards. Yeah. And the, you know, the outcome. Yeah, well, I went to one Ring of Honor show in Houston. Yeah. That you didn't go to. I didn't go to the one that you went to, but you didn't go to the one that I went to. <laughs> true, 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 true. Oh. Stupid Emily responsibilities. <laughs> Stupid adult life. My wife felt bad afterwards. It's like, damn it, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, next time. I'm like, Ugh. If there's another opportunity, you're like, listen, I'm going this time. I don't mm-hmm. care what happens. Um, so, yeah. So, Raw, I mean, we got an entire replay of the WrestleMania main event from last year. Becky Lynch defeating Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. That's why I tend to turn the channel. Yeah, exactly. No sense in watching it. You know the outcome. They also showed the replay of Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. Again, we know the outcome. Well, if if there were certain matches they would put on there, like, I know it's pointless they wouldn't put on there, but if they replayed, hey, Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe, okay, I'm watching this. Yeah. Something like that. I know the outcome, but that was a, that was a good match. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just weird. But, uh, like, I, I get why they're doing it. It's because, you know, it limits how much that the crew has to film. Because they have a three-hour program, so it's like ah, just put on some of our longer matches, and you know that'll that'll chew up some time. And I'm wondering like if that's going to be happening going forward, because the state of Florida has come out and issued a stay-at-home order, so this could jeopardize WWE and future AEW shows. Now we know that Raw has been taped, we know that SmackDown has been taped, and NXT. We know that they filmed WrestleMania. So what happens after WrestleMania? We know from reports that Raw, the Raw after Mania has been taped. But to my understanding, we don't know if there's anything after that. No, we don't. So there could be a lot of replayed matches uh, in our future to where it's just kind of like, hey, we're just putting something on there just to give you guys something to watch. It's crazy because... WWE has resources for that. AEW doesn't. Mm, that's debatable. They have certain things. Like, okay, let's say um, WWE has a vast, like, a lot of stuff they can put on. AEW has... Oh, we oh can as show, far as the library? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that can only get you so far. True. Yeah, but there is one good thing. Um, according to Dave Meltzer, uh he is reporting that, 
quote, a lot of AEW content has been filmed for future episodes. Good. That's very smart. Yeah. Which I should, we should have figured that because they're all smart businessmen. Mm-hmm. You know, between, you know, Cody, the Bucks, Khan, all those guys, mm-hmm. Omega, Jericho, everything that, you know, they, they know. Yeah. Um, so on top of that, I mean, I guess we'll kind of talk in talk about AEW since the rest of the show is pretty much all WWE related. Um, so AEW, they uh, undisclosed location from an undisclosed location this week. Um, first off, I'm really glad that they had the crowd again, just the wrestlers surrounding the ring. It's just the simplest thing. It's like six people around the ring cheering like that makes such a big difference to me yeah like it doesn't matter if it's six people or sixteen thousand. like it makes a difference to have a crowd there yeah um you know it gives them something to kind of feed off of yeah because like i watched i don't know if you watched smackdown this past week but there was a match between the usos and the new day to see who was going to be the number one contender and like just instinctively they were doing their motions were like you know the new day and us. <laughs> like no i didn't watch i'm that. dead serious like one of them was one of the usos was in the corner the other one was you know waiting to be tagged in and uh he oh and he's like don't worry i got you so you know like they're feeding off of each other and like miz and morrison are there like this is awesome this is all aw-. like they're on commentary doing this mm. so i'm like it you know it, it it plays a lot into the match because they're yeah. like they're trying to hype up the crowd and but there's no crowd there uh okay so this week how did you like Colt Cabana on commentary? I thought he did okay. Um, I would prefer honestly I'd prefer Cody on on commentary. Cody was great. Yeah, because you can tell that Tony's still kind of nervous. Yeah, but he's starting to get back into that rhythm. Uh, um, Colt was better than Kenny. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he did like a bad job, but I mean, it's just, it's no Excalibur, it's no Jr. It, like, it throws can, me off because he's there's a difference between him cutting uh, commercials mm-hmm. and stuff using his radio voice for his podcast, and then being a commentator. Yeah, I know it's a little different. Well, what are you laughing at? No, oh, I can, I, I can relate. Yeah, because he was using the same thing that he did on his commercials when he was talking as he did that, which is. It threw me off. Mm-hmm. Uh, to certain people, uh, uh, that's probably not so bad. Because since you can relate, how would you feel about that? I mean, I get it. You know, because whenever, whenever you're, for those who don't know, I am a on-air radio personality. Shocking news! After yeah. doing this podcast for about nine years, um, so whenever I'm on the air or wh- wherever I'm at in character of my on-air persona, or whatever. You want to bring more energy. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm on the couch talking to my wife, I don't talk to her like how I do whenever I'm on the air. Like, yeah. high excitement and a lot more exciting, you know? Let's go. Yeah. But whenever I'm at home, it's a lot more chill. It's like, hey, how's it going? How was your day? You, you know, it's crazy. You've uh, done and stuff like on air, but also you've been a commentator. I've been a commentator and a ring announcer. Yes. And it's, uh, I will tell you this, uh, doing commentary live is incredibly difficult 
because you have to have an extensive extensive knowledge of the wrestler. You have to have an extensive knowledge of the uh, the moves, like what they're properly called, and you have to be able to do it on the fly. Yeah, and you have to be able to tell a story, all at, all at the same time. It is incredibly difficult. It, you know, and I have no experience it in at all at all. Uh, and I love Colt Cabana. Mm-hmm. It's just it felt a little different to me. Yeah, when he was on there doing that stuff. And don't get me wrong. I thought he was very natural when he did stuff for Ring of Honor when he did the commentary because yeah. I've heard it. Oh, that's and, right, he did do that. Yeah, he? he was, but but I didn't get to watch all AEW. Mm-hmm. I only watched some parts of it, and the parts I heard, it wasn't bad, but it just felt a little off to me. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's completely it's two different worlds, you know. Like if I'm like I said, if I'm sitting at home, I'm going to talk one particular way mm-hmm. and if i'm at work i'll talk to my coworkers a particular way but if i'm on the air it's going to be completely different sounding yeah so and it's funny because like i've actually done my radio voice in front of someone and they're like wow that sounds nothing like you and i'm like okay well, thanks you know, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of the point you know that way because honestly i don't want the fame of being a radio personality i just like having my voice heard yeah. Not like an egotistical, I love the way my voice sounds. Listen to me. Listen to me. But I love the fact that my voice can reach audiences. Like, I am heard. Yeah. I, and I really like that. I think that's cool. And your voice um, has, between radio, between podcasts, yes. between uh, voicing, like I said, commercials. Yeah. Also, uh, intro to a wrestling show. Yeah. Which you have done. Yeah. Commercials <clears throat> for a wrestling show. Yeah. The only the only downfall to it is that you know you use your voice so much that you start developing like a, a cough, and it's not uh, like a it's not like a whooping cough or anything. It's just like you constantly feel like something's in the back of your throat. Yeah, and this is like the worst time to seem to have a cough. Ooh, <laughs> so like I can't go to a grocery store or something right now. Like, or if I do, I can't talk because if I start talking, then my throat gets dried out, and then oh, I start yeah. then I start coughing. Ugh. And people are going to look at me and like, oh my God, get away. Get the fuck away from me. But uh, no, I mean like, yeah, through through the podcast and through my radio show and all that, you know, I've been in, I've been fortunate enough to be heard literally around the world. Around the world. In 60 days. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's a cool thing. But like I said, doing commentary is completely different. And, I, and I'm not bashing on Colt Cabana. And I know there's probably people out there like Tyler. He probably, he, I mean, he probably, he sounds the same like he did on ROH. He might have. And he might have. And I've, you know, I didn't watch ROH also, all the time. But you also but, have to take into consideration who was he next to in Ring of Honor and who was he next to at AEW. I forgot. There was different people. Because um, it's all it's all about the chemistry that you, who you have, that you have yeah, with, with someone. Because if, uh, you know, the person that he, he was calling commentary with at Ring of Honor pitched it to him and you know could do all of that then yeah it's going to sound completely different whereas tony shivani you know he's doing a he's doing a good job yeah you know obviously it's not like the the best because you can hear the nerves in his voice yeah if you know what you're listening for you can tell that he's still nervous i wish he would do it do that with cody and that was that was good well see and that's the thing it's all about the chemistry he and cody have great chemistry together and and from like they are they are friends and so cody kind of lightens the mood by making jokes and making old school references that tony understands and uh i hope 
Sorry, I keep on interrupting. Oh, you're fine. I hope down the road that we can get him on commentary again, Cody. Yeah. Because it was such a joy, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was on commentary for the first match, at least, on the, on Dynamite this week. I missed that, so. Oh, okay. Well, uh, one thing that they did announce, which is really cool, is, uh, and this is something that fans have been asking for for a while, and that's a minor title. Yes. So, AEW has officially announced the TNT Championship. Which I'm fine with. I feel like it's the television See, title. Okay, so or before not know. Okay, I didn't look online to get mm-hmm. different information. I like. Uh, okay, so Instagram. There's like two or three different accounts for AEW. There's like AEW on TNT. Yeah. There's, I think a Dynamite one. Probably. There's like two or three different ones. They have a lot. Yeah, so I like them, and um, they were throwing that stuff out, and in my head, I'm like. What the fuck are they doing? Mm. And what's going on right now? Like they're, they're oh, we're we're gonna have a tournament. We're gonna have this. And I'm like <laughs> in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, like, we're gonna have a tournament. Fuck? Like I didn't understand. Yeah. Uh, but I guess I mean you said they're taping stuff too. And yes. I mean they have they have these plans, but I was confused. <laughs> yeah, so. I highly I highly doubt they would have announced a tournament unless they had our already had a plan or had already done the tapings yeah because it's going to be it's going to start next week mm-hmm. so i'm thinking they, probably, they already plan for something for two weeks from now too yeah. i'm like what the fuck yeah moxley versus hager yeah empty arena match my god can you imagine <laughs> they're gonna go everywhere that's gonna sound it's gonna be so awkward this have like it's an empty arena match but except for one person like in the back it's just Billy Gunn just like uh like smacking his ass or something like that <laughs> cuz he's the ass man. No, what you need is you need to set it up in the Jacksonville Jaguars football stadium. <laughs> Full on entrance and everything and have it be an empty arena match where they just fight all over the the football field. <laughs> Go up to the concession stand and you just have one one guy with a camera following them like all right there are four people in this match yeah there's john moxley jake hager the referee and the uh the camera guy god then you got your ring announcers that's five and they can ring the bell (laughs) and then you got your commentators six and seven so that's less than 10 so you're fine yeah put everyone six feet apart from one another with the exception of the wrestlers and you're good yeah you're solid (laughs) hey man once i'm hoping this could happen uh, in the future, but like we get past this, and like AEW gets really, really big, wouldn't that be amazing? That one day, okay, so they designate. I forgot what show is their uh their WrestleMania. What was what? Did, what did Cody coin? What was their last uh, pay per view? That was it. Wasn't or the Revolution? Revolution that he wants that to be their the WrestleMania. Say if they get really the big, Revolution will be televised. <laughs> That's true. Uh. What if they filled that arena? Not just that's the, their the goal. side. That's the their side goal. Thing, but the big. Yeah. Because before Dynamite even started, they were taking a tour of that facility and they're like, man, just imagine 60,000 people in here coming to see us. I'm like, that's their goal. That's what they want. They yeah. want to get to that point. Yeah. They want those 60,000 fans jam packed in that arena or the stadium, whatever it's called. Uh, this is going off a little subject. Oh, hang on. Hang I feel on. sneeze coming on. Get away from me! Ah, social distancing. Um, Back the microphones up. Yeah. So, uh, while I'm working, I'm listening that lo- that to... It looks like five and a half feet. You bring it back to six, you dumb bitch. <laughs> you move the goddamn dumpster, you bitch. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's always sunny quotes. 
Um, so I've been listening to AEW Unscripted. Uh, I listen to. I'm not like the biggest Chris Jericho's uh, talk is Jericho, mm-hmm. but certain people on there I listen like Brody Lee. I haven't gotten around to listening to that one yet. I want to though. It, it's pretty good. Like, um, what else? There's something else I listen to, but um, I like them talking about what's going on and stuff. What happened to WWE and also yeah. coming to AEW and uh, like you know the creative. Uh, they can Freedom. do what they want yeah. and stuff. And it's so cool. Like, and I know Jericho's mentioned this on when he was talking to Matt Hardy and Brody Lee. He goes, I was talking to certain people. He goes, I was talking to MJF. MJF uh, was saying, I can never do WWE because, you know, he likes his oh, own. Butcher's character. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people, he would also say, you know, they're not used to this, this, and this. And like, it's just awesome. Like, uh, listen, yeah, it's cool just to get the perspectives of because he'll he'll talk he'll say to uh, on his podcast what certain people have never been in WWE what they say you know about not about I mean blah, blah, I'm sorry I'm just uh, jabbering right now uh, he'll say little things that they say yeah and it, it's neat it's neat listen it's really really cool. Um, yeah, there's certain like things on Jericho's podcast. Oh, I'm talking, you know, in the past, he'll talk to this metal guy or whatever from a band. I don't mm-hmm. want to listen to that shit. Yeah. Uh, but certain wrestlers. Selective audience. Yeah. So it's, it's it was pretty cool. Um, I tried to give, uh, I think it's called Beyond the Bell with Corey mm-hmm. Graves. Listen. After it was the all, Bell. After the Bell, whatever. It's all right. I, I don't really have much interest in listening to that one because it's a WWE produced and I don't feel like sure they'll allow Corey Graves to be a little more edgy and ask yeah. the questions you're not supposed to ask. But come on, like no. if they're going to advertise it, they're not going to allow bad talk about the company. So that would yeah. just be foolish. Yeah, I listened to a little bit. and I was like, I'm done. Yeah, but but yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Just talking about wrestling. I think I, what I was trying to associate like jump into that was like commentary uh, yeah what chris jericho and like what he would say about other wrestlers that he's wrestling with like Mm. what they say about wwe yeah and like their experiences and stuff i will say this about chris jericho he is having a lot of fun oh hell yeah man he's arguing with a drone yeah (laughs) and i love it i love the fact that he was like release the hounds like (laughs) all his dogs yeah like i fucking love it I love this Vanguard one. I knew you come. Yeah. Like he's, he's, oh my God, dude's 50 years old and he's chasing a, a drone in his backyard. Okay. So I remember, okay. I've always liked Chris Jericho. And yeah, when he came always? back to W, even when he punched that lady, I don't remember that. You don't remember the controversy, like fans swarming him and this lady getting all up in his face, no. spitting on him and he punched her in the face. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Um, he was like, back the fuck up. And they're like, <laughs> you owe us autographs. He's like, I don't know you shit. Wow. I don't know. That, that might not have been exactly what he uh, said, but that's pretty much the premise of what happened. And so one of the fans like got in his face and like spat in him and he just decked a lady. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. Um, when he was gone for WWE for a while and they came back, that was awesome. And then he was there for a while and then he left and came back again. That second 
like I guess you call it the second coming or whatever. Mm. <laughs> I didn't feel like when he came back he reinvented himself then and there, but he changed his character a bit when like later on. And he kept doing that. And that's yeah. awesome. And I think I mean uh, even even in WCW he was changing his character up. Like he's constantly changed. Yeah. See that's very hard. A lot, a lot of wrestlers don't do that. Yeah. They got their one character and like this is who I am, this is who I'm going to be. But you know, it could and maybe it's a lot of factors in WWE. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if you have the top person saying you can't do this, you mm-hmm. can't do that, you know what I mean? That kind of hinders you. Not necessarily. I mean, John Cena was the top guy when he was the rapper guy and then no, he became what I mean Super is Cena. Vince uh, saying yeah. to someone that's a lower tier, like the top guy. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. I kind of mixed that up. Um, but, okay, you have a mid-card guy who who's all right. Um, We're going to have you go out there with a hot dog cart and a plant. <laughs> well, okay. For example. It's good um, shit. Luke Harper, if yeah. you listen to his thing on Chris Jericho's podcast. Which I have not. Vince always, he said that Vince always saw him as a big hick. They want him to do a southern draw because of the way he looks. Yes, and he's not—he's from New York. Yeah, and he doesn't talk that way. He didn't see him talking that way, and you know, Vince just never saw it's, it. Yeah, it's like if Vince doesn't get it, it's just not happening. Like, yeah. Sorry. So yeah, when you get a chance to listen to it, because it's—it's it's very interesting. Because I did hear the part with Matt Hardy where he was talking about the uh, um, final deletion. Or whatever with Bray Wyatt, everyone's cheering. And yeah, everyone's cheering, and Vince is just like, okay. "I don't, I don't get it." So, but he liked the way he laughed. So he was like, "Do that week after week, just sit there and laugh." <laughs> like that. <laughs> if you think about it, Vince, is like a like a small child. Yeah, man child. He's a man child. He's an old man child. Like flowers. Um, I forgot where I was going. This is how my mind is. Brody um, Lee. Brody Lee. So that was interesting uh, listening to that. Chris and goes 50. And, you know, also listening to uh, Corey Graves' podcast with, with uh, John Cena on there. And he was talking how, you know, people are not getting over and stuff like that because the crowd is changing. It's like you got to take risks and stuff. But I was like, that's easy for you, right. John, because you were at a time when you first came in where you could maybe do stuff. Like you probably saw the transition from not having writers Two and half, two have well, writers. They had, they've had writers for a very long time. Maybe like had, not as much as they have now. He, he, yeah, he's had writers. He's just uh, whenever he was that rapper gimmick, he was able to kind of go out there and kind of do his own character, kind of like how the new day is now. They don't have writers; they just go out and do their There's own thing. There's certain people that they let him do their own thing, and so and stuff like he did his. <laughs> well, I know it's yeah. different. He did his own thing, but like they're micromanaging everyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can take a risk and it just depends on, it's like, oh, hey, we'll give you a shot, do this. And yeah. sometimes they may say no. So it's not really like 100% in your hands. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like taking a bunch of rocks, not Dwayne Johnson, but like <laughs> minerals. <laughs> Jesus, Marie, they're minerals. I got a lot of rocks in my hand. They're all, they're all very unique, yep. right? There's different styles, different colors, different shapes, different sizes. Now imagine taking a polishing cloth or something, polishing them all down till they're the exact same size. The only thing that makes them different is their color, and that's pretty much it. That's kind of what they are in WWE right now. They take, you, they take whatever made you famous, they come down, they polish you to what they want you to be, 
and that and you're just gonna fit in wherever they want you to you know whereas aew it's like no look at what we've got look mm-hmm. at this let us display that that we have you know it's so crazy uh brody and jericho talked about um rowan oh yeah. about well they just revealed the spider and then he has nothing they mm-hmm. talked about that i was like that that's crazy yeah and but it's true yeah it's like they finally started investing in his character when he was on SmackDown. Then they bring him over to Raw, and he's carrying around this mysterious cage. And from day one, we were like, it doesn't matter what's in that cage. It's going to be a letdown. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it, it is. It was a GoPro. It was not a GoPro. Uh, one thing I did not know is Chris Jericho, and they didn't like it at all. Them's. But he was uh, like management and stuff uh, for WWE. Jericho asked just to work like the uh house show circuit and stuff Hmm. and they all thought that was weird and he was he was like working either uh harper or cesaro and he loved it yeah and stuff but um well like remember that show that that live show that we went to in beaumont he uh, jericho wasn't announced he wasn't scheduled to appear and sure enough his lights go out his music hits we're like oh damn jericho's here yeah that's awesome so that was probably it was probably during that time, yeah. yeah. That's what he wanted, and Vince didn't like it. <laughs> well, I'm not supposed to make any money off of you. It's like, Vince, no, it's no, not man. about the money for me. I just yeah. want to go out I, there and You know what? Since perform. we're just flipping, flopping, and, and like, just going everywhere, I, I'm I got my swim trunks and my flippy floppies. I loved when like Chris Jericho just switched over. Like, hey, man, I wasn't, I'm not going to work any you know other promotion in the States. Mm-hmm. And then... He got that reaction. He even told the story. He got that reaction from when he did stuff with Omega in New Japan. And then he was like, he brought that to Vince and was saying stuff, you know, hey, I'm doing this and this. And Vince didn't really give a shit. And that mm-hmm. pissed him off. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm going to do what I want. And man. Well, I heard the story where Jericho told Vince. He was like, uh, he told Vince he was thinking about signing with AEW. And Vince was like, yeah, go do it. Yeah, that's what he said. Almost yeah. like, I dare you. And he was going to, and then Vince got mad when he did do yeah. it. Yeah. Like, you just yeah. told me to. So, well, I was hoping you'd call my bluff. And Too late now. Too late, old man. All elite. <laughs> so, um, but let's talk a little bit about uh, Dynamite. We got to see Kenny Omega going up against Trent. Uh, this was a really good match for Trent. Uh, you know, it was good for Kenny Omega, but this this match was more. I feel like it was more of a showcase for Trent to show they've been. This doing is a guy a that can hang. Yeah, he can hang with these guys. Like, does forget about what you learned or forget about what you know about him from W from his days in WWE. Like, this is a guy I that have, can wrestle. I mean, do you really remember stuff about the Dude Busters? Yes, everything. The green and blue pants. I mean, other than that, I don't really remember them, like, wrestling too. Uh, Yes, I do, but there's nothing that stood out. Trent and... Oh, shit. I forgot the other guy. Yeah, me too. Um, (laughs) We'll go with Zack Ryder. No. I forgot. I'll look him up later. All right. Um, But... But this, mean, was a, this was a good showcase for Trent. Oh, yeah. And even the commentary, they were like, man, he's really... He's bringing Omega to his limit. And this and this is one of the things that I really like that, about them having a uh, a time limit because it showed a little bit Kalen of... Kalen Croft. I don't even remember that guy. But uh, it showed a sense of urgency. 
Wow. Yeah, okay. I kind of remember the face. That's the other half of the Dude Busters. The dude Busters. Wow. Playing uh, Guitar Hero guitars. <laughs> but no, um, uh, Trent's been having a lot of single Trent? stuff. <laughs> and that's good. And I, I, I love Trent. I'm a, I'm a super huge fan of Chuck Taylor, though. Chucky D. Um, I wonder if He's gonna they're going to still be a team, but let Trent go on into his own stuff, and maybe Chuck and Orange Cassidy maybe be a tag team. I don't know. Maybe. Because like, Chuck Taylor is not like a technical genius. He has like old... Not genius. That's not what I was trying to say. I mean, he's, he's a smart wrestler, but... but he's, he's not a genius. It's not a genius. That's what he has like an old school style to him, and he doesn't do anything flashy yeah. or whatever, but he he does funny shit all the time. I love Chuck Taylor. I'm glad he's on this program. Well, what if but he wants to be taken a little more seriously? He could be Dustin for all I care. <laughs> Dustin! Um, and he could fight Dustin um, Rhodes. But no, uh, that's good. That, you know, bam, 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 the best friends. Boom. Trent's never been on like in my well maybe he's done some like single stuff in the indies and he was like popular I don't know because I didn't get to really watch a lot of stuff on the indies yeah with uh, Trent but um no that's good that they're giving his this time to sh- for him to shine time and to shine. so how was the match it was pretty good like I said it was more of a showcase for Trent to show hey this is a guy that can be a be a top contender he can hang with kenny omega you know pushing him to his limit and like i was saying i really appreciate the fact that they have a time limit because it showed urgency there towards the end like they were getting a little reckless because they were like oh you know i don't want this match to end in a tie i want to put my opponent away uh and it ended up being with kenny omega getting the victory but uh it was a really good match uh after that we got to see hikaru shida going up against anna jay making her dynamite debut uh hikaru got the quick win uh, we got to see a really good promo video package between uh, John Moxley and Jake Hager. Uh, then we got to see the debut of uh, Murderhawk, Lance <laughs> Archer, going up against. Uh, it's kind of when, how you said that reminds me of the guy from the Fort Worth area, that lawyer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Texas Lawhawk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But uh, he went up against uh, Marco Stunt. <laughs> Poor Marco. Steve, Steve uh, DeMarco, yeah. uh, a wrestler from our area. Former guest of the show. Um, posted uh, that um, gif. Mm-hmm. Gif gif? Yeah, where it just Lance Archer just slamming Marco Stone, which they're friends, by the way, uh, Steve and yeah. Lance. Yeah. Uh, but, man, hoo-wee. Just beat the Marco fuck out. made him look and good. He threw him in the fucking <laughs> He almost missed that. Yeah. Uh, almost missed clearing that railing. Yeah. Dude, that it's was like, hey, dangerous. Marco, you can get your shine. I think his leg clipped the, the uh, railing a little bit. In the uh, Jurassic Express. But hey, man, these bigger guys, we'll pay you good. Let them just yeah. beat the fuck out of you. Yep. <laughs> just take a beating. Yeah. Here's a paycheck. But, um, man, that promo prior to the match from uh, Jake Roberts, I freaking love it. Like, I love the fact that they're having managers who are talking for their clients. Like, Lance Archer doesn't have to say a word. Jake Roberts is going to do all the talking. So, went out there, destroyed Hail Marco Stunt. Hail Caesar. Tick tock, tick tock. I'm on tick tock. 
we're gonna take whoever you put out <laughs> simple as that um after that we got to see the natural nightmares go up against eight and nine of the dark order i <laughs> love it eight and nine yeah Okay, so how do you feel about these promos of Brody beating the fuck out of his guys? Or it's like, hey, okay, because they're not saying this properly. They're not doing this properly. Well, he's supposed to be Vince McMahon, basically. That's who he's portraying. I hope he doesn't do that to Evil Uno, Stu Grayson. No. He's going to do it to the minions. Yeah. So well, that's fair um, enough. I actually like this because we don't we've never gotten that from Brody or yeah. Harper and WWE. And I like the fact that after the match uh Brody Lee came out and like put the hurt on number 8 or number 9 because it's kind of like this will not be tolerated. Yeah. We will not tolerate failure. Did you sneeze on my you sneezed on your what what did he do it last week? He's like you don't eat before I'm done. You don't eat before I do and you don't sneeze. Yeah. This week was the uh yawning. Like are you okay? Yawning. Like another what's wrong? guy was uh it's Mr. Brody. Yeah. And he was like we are one. It's we are one. He's actually he's friends with uh Uno. Yeah. He, he knew him before he went to WWE. That's cool. So that's cool that he's with them and stuff. He said that on Jericho's podcast. Yeah. Uh, we got to see the Jericho Vanguard 1 segment, which was just hilarious. I loved it. Uh, the main event saw Sean Spears teaming up with Sammy Guevara going up against Darby Allen and Cody. And um, I love the character development between Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears because two weeks ago we saw them making wagers, making bets on matches. Last week. No. Yes. Two weeks ago. That was whenever they were around the ring. Then last week when they were backstage, they're making bets. Uh, what? Okay, I'm confused. Or MJF was as well. I was well. going to say MJF. Yeah. It was MJF and Sean Spears. Yeah. Uh, this week it was uh, Sammy Guevara, and I love that. I love the fact that they're they're making bets with one another. I'm also glad that Sean Spears is still doing this stuff. I didn't know if he got frustrated because, let's, let's face it, I mean, he hasn't done too much in his, like, they put him with Tolly. They're still trying to find mm-hmm. him a partner and all that stuff. And it's kind of meh going on. And I don't know what's his what what he wants out of AEW. If he wants like to be more successful with like stories, mm-hmm. or he just wants to be there and just be out of WWE just wrestling. I don't know. But I mean, he seemed to be having fun. Yeah. With this match, and even though he lost his money too, <laughs> he did lose his Sammy. money. Sammy, Sammy scooped that cash up. Yeah. Uh, but the match ended. Um, with uh, Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara getting the victory. Uh, Darby was none too pleased with Cody because Cody was trying to... I forgot what he was doing. He tried to like grab a chair or something like that. Saved him or something. I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, and he pushed him down or hit him. Struck him. He struck Cody after the match. So a little tension there between the two. But uh, all in all, I really enjoyed uh, AEW. thought it was a really good show. And uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm really appreciating the fact that they're putting forth an effort to put on a good show. What did Orange Cassidy do in the first match? He was just outside in the ring. Yeah. What did he, he was just he was just there. Did he do any like He stood in stuff? the he stood in the audience and he had a sign. But it didn't <laughs> it didn't say anything. God, I know we're far off from it, but I know it's not with like the first stuff, but I really like want Orange Cassidy action figure. Yeah. Just What if it's like <laughs> What if it's full to character? Where it's the action figure, but it's not painted, 
and it's not like it's lazy. Yeah, it's just lazy. Here, like here's here's the lazy edition. It's the figure. It's the figure. It's the figure. Ed, but we're not painting it. <laughs> we're not. If they came whatever. with a lazy edition, I would. Oh, we could. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, you know, like like Orange Cassidy wants to do the bare minimum. I'm telling it, you what of doing things, and so his action figure is get, going like, to be the bare minimum. My boss's job or whatever, and like I'm putting stuff like in the cabinets, like display. I want an Orange Cassidy figure, <laughs> right there. Like, who's that guy? He looks cool. Well, let me tell squeezed. you about Orange Cassidy. He's freshly squeezed. He's freshly sorry. squeezed. Yeah. Um. To me, Raw was kind of missable. Um. I mean, the Undertaker promo was pretty good. Kevin Owens promo was pretty good. Edge promo was really good, but there wasn't really a whole lot to talk about. I mean, there was Alistair Black defeating a squat. You know, he got a win in a squash match. Oscar defeated Caden Carter of uh, of uh, NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get to see Kevin Owens team up with the Street Profits to go up against <laughs> Seth Rollins, Angel Garza, and Austin Theories. Oh, dumb Austin Theory! <laughs> Unless that's how you planned it. That whole like jump or when he like montez uh, ford yeah and mm-hmm. he fucking hit the ground yes like you're supposed to, uh, look i don't know i thought he was supposed to catch him well supposedly he didn't even know that was gonna happen but god is he okay know. is he injured he posted a video of a post-fight interview with mike tyson going my back is broken <laughs> like i broke my back <laughs> but uh no word on his actual condition on if he's okay um, um Sorry, this is me. Just, uh, just all this. So, my niece, who's ten, your Tony, huh? Oh yeah, Tony Tony's niece. niece. Yeah, uh, she's watching wrestling now, and she likes wrestling and all that stuff. Nice. Like I said last week, she, you've I mean, doomed she, her. Yeah, she likes Shayna Baszler. Uh, she says <laughs> Shayna Baszler trains in a box. She means she's a cage fighter. <laughs> but um. I was like, who's your favorite wrestler? She's like, well, Shane. I was like, well, I mean, when it comes to, like, uh, a guy. She's like, I like the guy uh, that's part of the tag team who has the cup. I was like, uh, <laughs> Montez Ford? It's like, yeah, 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 he has the cup. <laughs> we want the smoke. We want the smoke. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Out of the box. <laughs> out of the box. <laughs> I bet uh, Austin Theory is loving, like, being on the main roster right now for this situation, stepping up and losing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It does what needs to be done. Austin does have a theory. <laughs> One of the things I found interesting is that uh, Becky Lynch came out and started talking about her WrestleMania match and was like, let's take a look. As if to imply that they're going to be showing highlights, as instead they show the entire match in its inter- <laughs> entirety. Uh, so they come back and she's still standing there. Like, you know, this is pre taped. So, like, she was like, let's take a look. All right. Now that, you know, whatever. So, but I just find it funny. It's like, it would make you think that she stood there for yeah. literally an hour just watching her match. I'm tired. And Ooh. then it's like, ooh, yeah, I'm just going to cut a promo now. And then she gets choked out by Shayna Baszler. <laughs> so that could have happened during the match. While yeah. the match was going on, Shayna Baszler could have attacked her. Who knows? But what would be funny is in between like that match, they like pause and like she's being like choked out in the ring. And they go back to the match. <laughs> now they take you back to the action. Forget about this. Let's go back to the action. Uh, let's go over to NXT uh, because they had some live wrestling. Actually, Joe, Mr. Conway Twitty. No, and <laughs> show the whole song. Hello, darling. <laughs> it's been a while. 
<laughs> it feels like a long time. <laughs> no, why you? No, stop. God. Make it stop. So uh, NXT, we got to see Velveteen Dream going up against Bobby the Fish. The Velveteen Cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Velveteen Dream. You know who the hardest working man in WWE is right now? Who? The ring announcer. <laughs> He's doing all the ring announcing for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and 205 Live. He just stays at the performance. He just, yeah, he lives there. That's that's his job. That's yep. what he does. Uh, going off track, uh, did you see the post by WWE uh, that was focusing on the photographer for WWE? No. Oh, my God. I loved it. Like, that's what I want to see on the WWE Network. Like, showcase the people who make it happen. Yeah. Uh, so they have this one photographer, and I forget his name, and I apologize for Steve. not remembering. Sure, let's go with Steve. Um, but he's been in WWE for like twenty years, damn, and he's been like the official photographer. He stands around the ring and takes all the pictures and stuff. They showed some of the iconic shots that he's taken over his career and all that. I'm like, man, see, that's that's the kind of stuff that you want to see because they had yeah. people like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, um. They had the Usos just all praising the guy, like Kofi Kingston. He was like, man, this guy has taken all the shots. You know, Roman Reigns praised him. And I'm like, that's the kind of stuff that they need. That would that would make me feel appreciated to have people talking yeah. about all the stuff that I've done at my work, you know? Like, you've been there for so long. Like, kind of makes me wonder, is like, is he retiring soon or what? But he, he made it seem like, hey, as long as they want me there, I'm going to be there. So Next day, he got fired. Yeah, that's right. He was, he was let go. We don't need pictures anymore. We got video cameras. <laughs> they can do 60 frames in a second. How does yeah. your camera feel? Like, let's interview people backstage. Let's talk to Abyss. Or yeah. <laughs> Sanjay Dutt. Hey, what you, what's going on? Uh, Adam Pierce. <laughs> but uh, Velveteen Dream ended up getting the victory over Bobby Fish. So he's continuing Bobby's his, Fish. He's continuing his quest to challenge Adam Cole, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we got to see... Dexter Loomis going up against Jake Atlas. I forgot that dude's name when he was in the independence, and he was also in TNA for a while. I forgot his name. Dexter Loomis. I like his look, though. His stare. Beat your stare. I I keep on forgetting. Like He was like, in TNA, he came in as a psychopath, but I forgot his... Psycho killer. (laughs) It's just say... Better. Run, 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 run away. What's his name before? Samuel Shaw in TNA. That's what it was. Samuel Shaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay. After that, Dakota Kai ended up winning a gauntlet match to enter the ladder match for the number one contendership, which will take place in a week or two. Yep. Uh, Kushida defeats Joaquin Wilde. Formerly known as... DJ Zion Phoenix. No, that's not DJ. Uh, DJ Z. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then afterwards, Joaquin. After the match, Joaquin was abducted in the parking lot by men in wrestling masks. Oh no! In a mysterious van. Ew. Hey guy, you want to get my van? Great van. I've got candy. Nice. Uh, after that, we got to see the triple threat match. <laughs> I wrote down it was just a one on one, but it was actually a triple threat. Damian Priest. Versus Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee. Bask for glory. He is limitless. Pretty good match. I enjoyed it. Keith Lee retained. 
as expected. Yep. He the um, man. Although part of me was wondering if Dominic was going to get the win and Keith Lee would be called up to the main roster. Not at this point. <laughs> Not at this point. Uh, we have to probably get past this whole virus thing. Yeah. Keep him in NXT. Yeah. And one of the things that I really appreciate uh, AEW did that WWE did not do is that they acknowledge that shit's going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Like, the world's on its head right now. And, you know, there's just a lot of crazy stuff going on. WWE has yet to, like, even acknowledge it. That, yeah, there's stuff going on. But, you know, we're going to keep entertaining you. Like, if they would come out and do that, I'd be like, cool. You know, but it's just, I don't know. It's just weird. That's just something. Well, it gets me, and I guess it makes me nervous is, okay, so they have all these people coming in for, well, okay, so I guess now they they tape stuff for AEW, but, mm-hmm. like, they're having people come in. I mean, if they're, if they're still flying there from other states, there's well, other states that do, now are not letting people go to other states. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why, like, Taz isn't there Jim Ross, obviously Excalibur. because of age, Excalibur. Those guys aren't there. Uh, the Young Bucks aren't there because they're in California, you know. So it's kind of like they're working with what they have. So maybe they found a couple of local wrestlers. It was like, hey, you know, we need someone to be in this match. Can you Omega's feel it? from Florida. I mean, how are they getting Cody? He's I mean, probably driving. From Georgia. He's driving? Yeah, Georgia to J- Jacksonville. It's probably not that far. I don't know. They're still doing state checks. Yeah. Especially Louisiana going into Texas. <laughs> yeah, man. You can't get into this this state, which is weird because there's a lot of stuff still open right now. So it's kind of like, eh. I don't know exactly where Cody Rhodes lives. I don't have his address, but I'm just going to mm-hmm. do I'm gonna do a search for Atlanta. Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. And then driving to, let's see, drive to Jacksonville. Jacksonville, not Texas, not Alabama, not North Carolina. Jacksonville, Florida, that's ah, five hour drive. That's not. It's not There's, too I'm terrible. I'm telling you, one person who's, I mean, from his videos, he's loving this time off. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I liked him on Instagram. Matt Riddle. How dare you? Hanging out with his kids. He's skateboarding uh, all the time, playing video games. He's in heaven. He is. Bro. Yeah. Well, he wrestled last week whenever that was taped. <laughs> so, um, well, with that being said, we got to hear those picks. We've got to hear those picks. We've got to hear those picks. Pre-taped. <laughs> Pre-taped WrestleMania. WrestleMania 36? 37, 36. Uh, this is going to be a weird one because, you know, cards subject to change and all. Uh, supposedly the Miz is not going to be in it. Roman Reigns confirmed he's not going to be in it. Oscar supposedly not going to be in it. Cesaro supposedly not going to be in it. So where does that leave us? We don't know. Uh, we already know Andrade has been pulled and replaced with Austin Theory. Um, Triple H said in an interview the reason why they're still promoting Goldberg versus Roman Reigns is because it's leading into a story that they kind of tied into it, even though Roman Reigns has gone on Instagram and saying, yeah, I'm not competing in WrestleMania. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know how, but I guess it will make sense whenever they reveal it to us. Probably on SmackDown. 
Maybe he'll be, maybe he was attacked backstage by a mysterious person and they will reveal themselves as the exalted one on WrestleMania. <laughs> as the exalted. It's Mr. Fucking Brody. It's probably Braun Strowman, but you know. So, okay. So we know that it's not going to be Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. So let's go ahead and get that match out of the way. If it is indeed Braun Strowman, which rumors and speculation have been leaning that way Goldberg versus uh, Braun Strowman who do you see walking out with the Blue Universal Championship I don't know I mean I don't know what they want to do I mean if they keep it on Goldberg like well stuff going on he's at risk I mean everyone's at risk because he's old but he's older you know what I mean he's uh, an old man but is this the opportunity to put the title on Braun too yes. I mean I don't know but it's still yes. a little too late but do it. He'll turn. He'll turn. Braun Part Strowman. of me thinks Goldberg, though. He'll turn Braun Strowman. He attacked Roman Reigns to become a bad guy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking Braun Strowman gets the win. That would make sense to take the belt off of Goldberg, and then you can have Goldberg or not Goldberg. You can have Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. I'm not finished with you, feud. Yeah, we can, we we'll go with because that. they had some pretty good chemistry together. Yeah, I would say Braun. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, you're changing it. Not going Goldberg anymore? Nope. I changed you. Wow. <coughs> All right. After that, let's see. Kabuki Warriors. Did you pick, pick Braun? I did. Oh. Yeah. I was, really? I you said, were saying it, but you didn't say I'm pitching I'm a heel turn you Braun storyline, but you didn't to say win he, the title. You officially didn't pick Then who face you Roman. I am picking Braun Strowman. That's it. <laughs> yep. To get these hands. That's all we needed to know. Um... Kabuki Warriors, card subject to change, Man. against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Now, supposedly, for the past few weeks, the reason why Kyrie Sane has not been on television is because she went to Japan and went and got married. And... She hasn't returned. She has not yet returned. But according to a report oh, that God. I saw, she returned in time for the WrestleMania take- tapings. How the fuck did she get out of there? Don't ask me. There's also word that her contract is supposedly coming to an end, and she is interested in seeking other opportunities. This is so, okay. So th- I know we're in the middle of like saying like our picks. Yes, but right now, this is not a time for someone to leave WWE because I mean, if, if you're getting paid by them, and if you leave and you can't get hired by anything else and they're not paying you yeah unless you have enough money to save up where you can like just i'm sure she'll be okay yeah but i mean you look at people like the revival who are on the roster or apparently not getting paid or have not been paid in the last six or seven weeks i don't understand how that's possible they Some got loophole bullshit yes because they got injured and they were paid through that injury but then wwe said well we're extending your contract for time missed we're getting that we're getting those dates back basically like we paid you for these dates and we want them back so you're just going to sit there and not be paid until your contract runs out and like it because they want to because they, they want to leave they want to leave and yeah. you know aw wants them oh yeah as soon as they're gone like they've already set up the trademarks and, and everything the copyrights for dude I'm, t- I'm telling and you what they're bringing back fuck the re- uh, well I can't say revival. <laughs> Fuck the revival. Uh, the revived. The revived. Uh, okay. But yeah. 
Anywho, going back to WrestleMania. Sorry. Card subject to change because supposedly Asuka is not participating in the event. Uh, Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. So if this match happens, who do you see winning? With all those elements on the table, if this match actually Alexa does happen, Nixie, Nixie, I said Nixie. Nixie. <laughs> That's your answer. So you're <laughs> going Alexa and Nixie. No, Nikki and Alexa. I don't know who Nixie is, but <laughs> you man, you printing a lot of stock on it. Good Alexa luck to you, sir. And Nikki, Nixie, Nikki. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Alexa and Nikki as well. I feel like the Kabuki Warriors have run their course, and they're kind of teasing, uh, you know, having Oscar be a singles competitor again. I feel like that's the route they're going to go. Uh, Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley, feud of the ages. This one has God, been, I want like this one's been built for Alistair months to beat Bobby. Yeah, but I see. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going go Alistair. See, here's the thing: Bobby Lashley hasn't been on TV in a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. This match was just randomly announced. There has been no confrontation between the two. So you really can't gauge which way this is going to go. So, no, you can't. So with that, I feel like Bobby Lashley is going to win because no. he's the bad guy. And no. you got you to have the chase. Well, Rusev's going to come out and distract him. Oh, that's a good point. They could do that. But Rusev's possibly on his way out the door as well. You don't know that. Well, he shaved his head. Where did you see that? On, on the internet, on the internet, yeah. Oh, did you not see it? Nope. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. I know that Lana's going to be there. I feel like that's going to cause a distraction. I feel like Bobby Lashley's going to get the win. Never. Uh, let's see. Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Uh, so I have a theory about. This. Let's let's backtrack a little bit. So originally. Andrade was going to face Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio had to be pulled out of WrestleMania out of quarantine issues. Does Just, he have? Did he have? It was not said whether he had it or not, but they said for health reasons, he is being pulled from WrestleMania. He will be quarantining for whatever days. So they decided to just throw together a match, Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Andrade. Well, during Raw... Andrade suffers an injury, so he's now pulled from a match, and they throw in Austin Theory from NXT, who has not won very many matches, if any. He lost to Tyler Breeze. They could have had someone on the Raw roster. Didn't catch Montez Ford. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't catch Montez Ford. Um, But Zelina Vega was like, oh, I'm bringing in these new hot prospects, whatever. So, I mean, that makes sense as far as the character reasoning. But uh, Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Street Profits. Yeah. You want the smoke? Yep. All the smoke? And the drink. Nothing but the smoke? I'm going to go Street Profits as well. Um, here's one that's going to have people raving. Elias versus King Corbin. Yeah, I don't care. Well, who are you going to pick? King Corbin. You fool. I'm going with Elias. Okay. Because he was he was injured last time we saw, and he's got to get his revenge on the king. No, never. Uh, let's see. Uh, bah, 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 bah. 
Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair so for the NXT Women's Championship. There's like a few matches, like three or four, which is like sad to see at this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this it was, one. It was really meant to be on a bigger stage. Yeah. This is one of them for sure. Yes. Um, God. <laughs> but, you know, I, I still see. Well, I don't know, man. I guess Rhea beating Charlotte. So. I just want to make sure that you're aware there have been two female Royal Rumble matches. One with Asuka as the winner, right? Yes. And then one with Charlotte being the winner. So if... Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. There have been three. I take that back because Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch won last year. Now you're thinking Money in the Bank. Oh, derp. So so Asuka (laughs) won the very first one. Becky Lynch won the second one, and uh, Charlotte won the third. So if Charlotte loses, then let's see. Was Asuka successful at WrestleMania? I do not know. Man. I don't even remember. Either way, I don't know if you need to have your statistics down (laughs) by having Charlotte Flair lose here. But on the other hand, it's like, where would she, what would she really do? Like, how well would she fit in with the new NXT crowd? Because the NXT women's division is stacked as it is. Yeah. So, it's kind of like they don't really need her. So, you know what? I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley just for that. Unless unless they do a swap. Charlotte goes to NXT and Rhea comes to Raw, which I don't see them doing because Charlotte's with Andrade and they don't want to break up the couples or anything. I'm, I'm going with Rhea. Yeah. I'll go with Rhea as well. Uh, here's a little love story. Dolph Ziggler versus Otis. You would want Otis to win, you know? Would you, though? Yeah. You need to get the girl. But would that signify? Because Mandy, no. has, Mandy has announced that she is not a prize to be won. Yeah. Mandy. The way that I would book it is Mandy is going to be ringside, so she's going to see everything that happens. Dolph Ziggler is going to cheat lie steal do whatever it takes he's going to get the win but he's going to lose the girl otis is going to lose the match but he's going to get the girl get the girl because he fought pure pure hearted with you know whatever and you know he just wasn't enough to overcome Dolph Ziggler cheating you know i think uh, i can see that that's how i would book it at least like, it's a simple story to tell. It's just, how would you get Mandy over to Otis? Well, you have him lose. And then Dolph Ziggler is just being an asshole about it. And she's like, you know what? I don't I don't like this Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I'd like to give Otis a shot. I, I feel like they're eventually going to go to where, like, Otis is going to be a singles competitor. Tucky! Even with Tuck, Tucker's gone, Tucker's going to be a singles competitor too, and then he's going to fade out. He will. And Otis is going to still be if there. If Heavy Machinery breaks up, Otis is going to be the one to stay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's already he's already so beloved by the crowd. Like, yeah. Tucker's I, nothing. I, I, I hate to say that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Tucker is the buddy. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you're not going to be the star, dude. Like, yeah. if, if they break up Heavy Machinery, Tucker is going to be gone. Yeah. They'll probably keep him around for a year or two, but he's not going to be doing much. I just don't see it. 
He, I hope that Otis is not used as the comedy relief. I would love to be wrong in that aspect, but I, I just don't Cause see Because we it. want everyone to be successful. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's throwback to Grandmaster Sexay and, and all them and Rikishi, you know. They they weren't necessarily a comedy act, but they were there for fun and entertaining and, you know, they were loved by the crowd. Mm-hmm. I feel like Otis fits into that demographic, yeah. you know. Um, he might not be... Uh, contender for the world title or what if like okay they do that for a while and then later on they turn him heel otis and yeah and like uh, later later down you know and then he's like a mean person just like destroying everything i mean you could but i feel what's like what's last name doze dozevic whatever yeah he's a dozer yeah that's what heavy machinery yeah um tucker knight but i just mm, no i can't I feel like he does better in the face role of the entertainment because he's like, and I hate to say it because, oh yes, they're both overweight and they both have these, you know, facial characteristics, but he's almost like Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah, no, I you get can't, it. you can't yeah. have Chris Farley be the bad guy in a movie. He's got to be there for comic relief. Like that's his role. Well, Vince can try anything. So, I mean, he can and he will fail, but that's how I see it. I um, want Otis to do a frog splash. Oh, God. It's going to be called... Whoever no, whoever who, takes that, that's going to yeah. be... It's going to be called the steamroller or some shit. Oh, God. Uh, so, I'm picking Dolph Ziggler to get the win. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sucker. Sucker. Let's see. Miz and Morrison, which we know this one's going to be card subject to change. Miz and Morrison versus Usos versus New Day SmackDown Tag Team Ladder Match. Now, supposedly, Miz had a fever, was sent home, and this was the reason why Roman Reigns said, screw this, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not putting my health at risk yeah. for this. Um, so this was supposedly rumored to be the moment that caused uh, Roman to, to back out. So Don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him one bit, because, dude, he's fought cancer twice, and that's no joke. Um. So supposedly it's going to be Morrison versus one of the Usos for a, for the tag titles in Uso, a ladder one match. One of uh, Usos' other brothers. Yes. James. James Uso. Yeah. Tim Uso. James, Tim and Uso. <laughs> um, I'm not exactly sure what the match is. I think it's a one-on-one, but it's a ladder match for tag titles, which is oh, weird. No new, new day. I don't think so. I may have misread it. Who knows? We'll find out on Saturday or Sunday, yeah. whatever day it's going to air. Uh, <laughs> this one should be fun. Uh, SmackDown women's title f- and it's an elimination match. Bailey versus Sasha versus Tamina versus Naomi versus Lacey Evans. And what's funny is I watched uh, a Botchamania video today that they put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, great job, Matthew, by the way. And uh, it was like the most botched matches of 2019, yeah. and one of them was the team of Sasha and Bailey going up against Nia Jackson, Tamina, and it was so bad. Oh my god, Tamina does not need to be in that ring. <laughs> she just falls when she's well. She like her timing was bad, and just the spot she was doing was bad. And now you have three of those four competitors in this match, and. I just don't think it's going to be good. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. 
Um, so <laughs> who do you think is going to win this one? Either Bailey or Lacey Evans. Yeah. So the pick one, Bailey. Safe bet. Bailey would be a safe option. Um, I'm going to go with Sasha Banks, and yeah. that's going to start a Bailey versus Sasha feud. Mm. I was like, what the hell? You were supposed to, you know, we were supposed to take out then, these yeah. ladies together. And then Sasha yeah, turns on Bailey, and Bailey turns face again. Yep. I'm bringing back the Bailey buddies. Uh, that's too fast. Because my heel turn does not work. I'm a terrible actor. Okay. So I'm going Sasha. You said Bailey? Yep. Okay. One of us might be right. Let's or see. Or we both be wrong. Or we could be wrong. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. I or feel like I would Kevin want Owens. Kevin Owens to win. Yeah. But I can see it going either way. Um, I just I think I want Kevin to win. Yeah. Well, we know that Buddy Murphy or Murphy will Murph. not be there. One half of the Authors of Pain will not be there. So, so. it's just... Is it Authors or Pain? Which one's there? <laughs> Which one are you? You fame or fortune? <laughs> um, either way, I feel like this is going to be a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. Um... I just don't know who's going to win. Me either. I'm just going to go out there and say Kevin Owens. Why not? Huh? Why not? No, Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens. What? How about you? Kevin Owens? Is that your pick? Yes. Okay. Um, Edge versus Randy Orton last man standing match. I mean, you would think Edge would win. You would think that. That's what I'm going with, son. Yeah? Edge. You fool. Get the edge on him. You foolish fool. Of course he's going to win. Edge is going to win. My pick is for Edge. Edge. Zedge. To lose. To I'm picking Randy Orton. <laughs> no, my official pick to win is Edge. Edge for By me too. No. By disqualification, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's last man standing match. All right, now we get into the fun ones. Undertaker versus AJ Styles in I, a boneyard match. That's <laughs> just so hilarious. Would you like I, to ride the bone train? I like the last promos, like his promo and AJ's promo. I, I really did enjoy it. Mm. Uh, Alan Jones. If we're using real names. I don't like that. No. That's just... Mm. That's... Uh, I'm drop a pipe bomb. Um, yeah, Undertaker even mentioning that in his promo. Yeah. You want to talk? You want to drop pipe bombs, boy? Um, you mentioned my wife and she does the faith breaker. I was like, uh, she even does it better than you. I was like, I know you, uh, AJ Styles, um, his is better. <laughs> it always has been Styles Clash. Um, now I hope this is a good match. Tell that to Yoshi Tatsu. Oh God. <laughs> Freak accident. Yeah. Um, don't tuck your chin on that one. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know who would win. I would think Undertaker would. But um, I hope this steps Undertaker's game up. I don't know. I don't think it would. I think he's still going to be where he's always going to be. Well, this is going to be one of those cinematic matches. Oh, uh, this is a boneyard. Mm-hmm. Here comes a skeleton. He's a about to get boned. Yard. Yeah. The bones of Undertaker's past come back to attack him. Like so those people in like costumes that looks like skeletons, like, oh, someone picks him up, he's about to go to go to sleep. Or, mm-hmm. or 
don't know, stupid ass shit. Three like, Triple H's and three two H's. Shawn Michaels. We got a great colleague here. Uh, Nathan Jones. Mark Henry. Who's Nathan Jones? Um, Paul Burchill. Uh, what are you doing here? Because Arnie. Uh, you didn't fight him at WrestleMania, sir. <laughs> no, I'm just throwing up fucking names. Come on, man. man. Uh, Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> Giant Gonzalez. Ric Flair. Did he be Ric Flair? Yeah, he sure did, didn't he? Seven. <laughs> You're just. Are you sure about that? Or are you just throwing out numbers? Just throwing out numbers. Okay. Uh, All right. No, just. I know to not take you seriously anymore. Yeah, a boneyard match. A bone train. And John Morrison will be there because he's going to go to the Boneyard, but it's yeah, actually Slamtown. in Slamtown. Yeah. Sl- okay. Boneyard is in Slamtown. <laughs> which, is ne- which is next to Suplex City. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did you hear the entrance for uh, that NXT guy who have ar- whose name I've already forgotten? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the one who had the stare who was from TNA. Oh, uh, Dexter Loomis. They were like, from an undisclosed location. I'm like, just... Oh, whatever. All okay, right. Okay, yeah. So, I'm going to go with Undertaker with help from Michelle McCool. <laughs> she does the faith breaker to AJ. Because I, I don't think we're going to get American badass Undertaker. I don't think we're going to get traditional Undertaker. I think we're getting big evil Undertaker. We're getting in between. <laughs> we're getting married. We're getting Mar- married Mark Calloway. Uh-oh. We're getting his the realtor. Wife, we're getting the realtor. And his wife, Michelle McCool. You and like the this Tigers. Eight bedroom house where you can, <laughs> can rest in peace. Uh, yeah, Undertaker. Bong. Undertaker. All right. And then maybe someone could come out for AJ to defend him. Maybe like Dixie Carter or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get Dixie Carter in there. <laughs> Dixie Carter. Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Hogan. Um, Robert Roode. Samoa Joe. Uh, get Tomko. All yeah. Tomko. Because he was a Pro- tag team with problem, Tomko. Problem solver. <laughs> Christian. Have you seen the Tiger King documentary yet? No, everyone's oh been telling me. Oh, my God, Tyler. That guy's been... Now he's a, he's arrested. Yeah, he's in jail. They say that in the he's documentary. He's in the hospital right now. They say that in the documentary, he's arrested? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, it starts with him on the phone. You know, an inmate from this whatever prison. You tell them sons of bitches. I mean... From the first episode, you're like, wow. it is one of the most crazy documentaries you'll ever see in your life. I'll, I'll eventually like, watch you, it. Did you like the Fire uh, documentary? Firefest. Firefest? Fire yeah. Same people did that. Oh, really? Yeah. Knock it out of the park, son. That's right. All right, back to WrestleMania. John Chana versus The Fiend, the boy Watt, and a I, Firefly Funhouse match. I hope they do good stuff for this match. Uh, this is supposed to be another one of those cinematic films. Cinematic the fiend to win. You would want the that. coffee fiend. Come on. Come on, dude. What? You think that John Cena is coming back just to lose? Yes. You fool. Really? Nothing to say to that? You just nope. let me call you a fool. Yep. I'm going with Bray Wyatt. You're not even going to defend it. Nope. I'm going Bray Wyatt, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're fools. <laughs> fools! I think uh, John Cena is going to meet his match. In Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. He's going to go up against both of them. Ooh, do you think they'll show Husky Harris? Possibly. <laughs> yes. Because he's got a Ferrari engine and a hey, tank. Hey, man, what are you doing? He's a tank with a Ferrari engine. Yeah. Which, that wouldn't go very far because you need torque. <laughs> Damn it, you can't go far in that kind of car. What's Husky Harris doing here? Main event time. 
Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Another one of those matches where I was like, damn. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be his crowning moment. Yep. I mean, of course, Drew McIntyre is going to win. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I found very interesting on Raw during the Paul Heyman promo is that he was like, you know, this isn't this isn't a guarantee and it's a spoiler, whatever, you know, his normal shtick. He, he didn't say Brock Lesnar was winning at WrestleMania. He said Brock Lesnar is going to be the champion this time next year. Why well, say that? That's when to say, won. well, by the time, you know. He, I'll he get the belt it. back at this time. Pretty much. That's pretty much what they're saying. So he's not saying that Lesnar's going to win. He said that, you know, Lesnar's going to hurt Drew McIntyre, but he didn't say he was going to win. So. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> i beat your bitch ass. <laughs> then I'm going to go mount my wife. <laughs> Drink a Coors Light. Coors Light. Because Bud Light won't pay me. <laughs> so I'm picking Drew McIntyre. I'm, I'm the same, Drew McIntyre. Well, I got to say, those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. Those, those were some, some great, great picks. picks. Card subject to change. Hot topics uh, for those who are fans of Money in the Bank, like myself. Money, money. Uh, scheduled for May 9th, uh, reportedly not taking place as planned. I was about to say. Date to be determined. Dude, we do not know when this shit's going to end. It better be before September. That's all I got to say. I'm going to be pissed. I don't know, man. I'm going to be pissed. We're hoping for this trajectory that we can get it done, but people are being stupid. And yep. what we in our area, we got like 75 cases. And mm. it's just, I know it's not as much as other big cities. We don't live in a big city. Well, we don't live in big cities, and we don't get the most tests. That's true, too. God. You know. Anywho. So, date to be determined on Money in the Bank. Um, so Vice has continued their Dark Sides of the Ring documentary, which if you have that channel, would highly recommend you watching it. If not, see if it's on YouTube. Sometimes they put their full episodes on there. This past week was New Jack, and man, was it controversial. So can you watch the whole thing on like on their website, or it has to be on the show? It might be on YouTube. Because I sent you the um, Chris Benoit documentary once. Yeah. And that was in its entirety. And that was on the Vice YouTube channel. So it might be on there. But um, this one was New Jack. Would highly recommend. It was Insane. bloody. It was bloody. Lots of blood. Did they show about him uh, beating the fuck out of that kid? Yep. They did? Oh, they talk all about it. And the court case. Ooh, I gotta watch this. They also showed him stabbing a guy in a match. He was like, I had one of those Wolverine claws. And one of them fell out. So I put that in my pocket. And this guy started stiffing me. So I just pulled it out, and it shows him stabbing the guy. Where, do they, where did he stab him at? Shoulders, back. They said he, he, he stabbed him nine times. He was like, I can't believe when the news came out, and they said I stabbed him 16 times. I said, no, I didn't. I stabbed him nine times. <laughs> because I counted. God. <laughs> this, how old is he, they say? Uh, I don't know. He's still doing this shit. Yep. And they talked about that too. It's like he, you know, the glory days of ECW is over. over, and you're now having to perform in front of 15 people sometimes, and you're still going out there and doing that kind of crap. You know who ta- who's been talking for him? Like who's in the D'Lo Brown was one of them. Uh, a few of the guys from like his ECW days, Sandman was one of them. You wouldn't get um, Bubba or Devon, all those people. Taz, they wouldn't be talking about him. Rob, 
Rob, maybe. No, Rob didn't. What about Sabu? No, Sabu wasn't in it. Jim Cornette talked about it because he he was actually in Jim Cornette's promotion before he went to ECW. So they kind of talk about that too. So it's I mean it's worth checking out. Next week is going to be the um oh what was it? I told you prior to this something games. It was the boxing uh brawl for all brawl for all yeah which was so stupid so was there some craziness behind that too yeah you're having wrestlers who are not boxers go out and box and fight each other like legit shoot fights yeah and they're knocking each other out i'm i'm interested to seeing that one because bart gunn his career got shortened because because of of his match with butterbean Wow. So it's going to be worth checking out. But uh, so hopefully WrestleMania is enjoyable at least. Don't forget to pay $60 instead of the crappy $10 on the <laughs> WWE Network. Yeah, yeah. Make, sure they Remember, have your, make sure they get all of your money, not just some yeah, of it. Yeah, if you want to help out WWE, a multi-million dollar company, uh, don't get the uh, the network. Just yeah. pay. Just pay full to, price. Yeah, yeah, just help it. them out. Yeah. Struggling. So, uh, but that's going to do it for us this week. Hope you all enjoy WrestleMania. Hope you enjoyed the show. And you know where to go to find us. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Yeah. All those we're other gonna, places. We're going to try to keep on doing this, but I mean, yeah. there may come a point where we can't get together. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, I don't know. Maybe we can do stuff on our laptops or something. Maybe we have a camera. We can yeah. just. We'll have to see. We'll see what we can come up with, but I hope you all enjoy WrestleMania. Thank you so much for watching. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Hebert. And we will hopefully catch you all next week. Be safe.